Hello and welcome. This is Rohan this side and it's Viraj here. Welcome to the Affair Nama podcast. Hello everyone. So all the people that are listening right now, if you are using WhatsApp, which majority of Indian and also some people in the other states are using, you must have come across this privacy policy update which you had to agree and there has been a lot of controversy behind what this new update is and what exactly it has so basically what whatsapp is saying is that whatsapp will share the following information with facebook and its other companies whatsapp facebook instagram all of them are part of the same company right everything is controlled by mark zuckerberg so according to this new privacy policy what whatsapp will be allowed after you say accept to those privacy terms is they can share your phone number they can share your transaction data for example whatsapp now has a payment system in india so they can transfer or they can send that data to their other companies they can send how you interact with other people including businesses because they have a new they have a new thing called as business account now so whatever you are talking with the business account that also they are allowed to share with other companies mobile device information which mobile you are using etc and your ip address all these information whatsapp will have the right to share with other companies such as facebook instagram etc once you accept the terms and that will help facebook and its other companies to give you better ads yeah that's the that's the point of all that so you might be thinking why exactly do they need to read our chats or to collect details about us to improve the business what basically is happening is that to all the business accounts you talk whatever kind of interaction you have it will be stored and it will be monitored it will be fed into an ai which will be trained to give better recommendations to us better recommendation of products right basically if i'm sending hello good morning how are you doing viraj facebook whatsapp is not interested in those messages <laughs> but if i say hey viraj this is a new graphic card for computer which has come out and i think it will be really amazing if our computers had that then maybe they can start giving advertisement of that graphic card something of that sort so they're not really interested what you are talking with other friends and families uh, your personal things but they're interested in keywords using which they can give you better product placement give you better product recommendations which you are more likely to click and buy and hence facebook and whatsapp is going to make money out of it but you might think this is actually a good thing if i get better recommendations i'll be bombarded with ads that are relevant to me other than getting ads that are irrelevant Yes exactly right so i don't want to see ads of say for example beer because i don't drink alcohol i don't want advertisement of beer but something like um, a great monitor which has come out recently or something like cheap laptop which can run games very well if the ads are more relevant for me i think even i would enjoy that a little better and it has already happened you know uh, some of the ads by google facebook etc are so good especially facebook these days so my fellowship is going to get over right and i'm looking for jobs i'm looking for fellowships uh, i'm looking for uh, masters programs and facebook is giving me very good suggestions it's giving me the correct advertisements for example it's showing me advertisement for pennsylvania university they have their non profit leadership program which i'm shown ads to again and again i think that's an amazing ad for me to see because then my interest got peaked because of that and i explored their entire website and i think it was very much relevant to me same with the uh, isdm so basically there are many programs which it is suggesting me these days because facebook knows that my fellowship is going to end and i am looking for jobs uh, i think it's great getting relevant advertisements i feel it's great for facebook because it can make more money and it's great for me because i get relevant advertisements but i feel the main concern here is 
to what extent will they use this because i consider this to be a very powerful tool if they are tracking what we are doing if, if they know what we want or if they have an idea of what we are talking about i feel that it's a huge issue in terms of privacy to give you a contrast in what data exactly they are storing we can talk about i message it has been in the market for a very long time almost since the newer updates of iphone launched so i message is basically the sms app in iPhones, right? Yes, exactly. Uh, but it it has an optional functionality like it's okay if you don't have a phone number, you can just register your email with the, the Apple, Apple ID. ID. Yeah, so you can just log in and you can just chat. But the data that they are collecting is your email if you have entered your email and or your phone number. And uh, in terms of search history, if you are browsing through Safari or if you're using GIFs on iMessage, the thing that it will track is your device ID, and that's it. If we talk about WhatsApp and the data that is linked to the user, there are a lot of things in terms of app functionality which I feel is okay. Considering WhatsApp is a text-based messaging app, they have to have access of contact since a lot of people share photos, documents. So it's okay if they have access of storage and also since it utilizes internet, the usage data and connect connection to the internet. But there are also a few things that might be questionable. That are the analytics part where they'll track our location, our identifiers, that is our user ID, our device ID. And uh, it will also try to track product interaction and advertising data, uh, which I feel is okay considering they are planning this in terms of improving business, in terms of improving the ads that are relevant to you. They have a lot of data and Facebook is not really known for it. its extremely stringent privacy policies. Since there have been data breaches, the best one that I can think of right now is Cambridge Analytica. I feel that there is a pattern that Mark Zuckerberg repeats over time. And this one happened This one happened in 2016, the Cambridge Analytica scandal. This one happened in 2016. There was a company, which Facebook knew, by the way, was collecting data of users. And they were targeting these specific ads for political purposes like they were showing ads to Trump supporters in a specific area. Obviously, at that point, Facebook denied any knowledge of this. But I feel this is the same Cambridge Analytica scandal waiting to happen because WhatsApp is collecting a lot of data and it gives a lot of power to one company. Also, Facebook doesn't have a great history dealing with privacy and dealing with data. This one story a lot of people might not know but Myanmar was a authoritarian rule which recently became free from the authoritarian military rule but they still have the authoritative power the major the government that is ruling there recently facebook actually approached the government and i'm not exactly sure of the details of what they did but facebook was becoming very mainstream in Myanmar when we get new mobile phones, we get those pre-installed apps that are in the mobile and they are by default and some we can remove, some we cannot. And it's mainly promotional, right? But here in Myanmar, when people were buying phones, Facebook was coming pre-installed and I think they weren't able to uninstall it. There was a lot of data that was tracked and what happened was a lot of posts that were hateful and they were inciting genocide. There were a lot of inflammatory posts that were going on and uh, all this data was actually given to the government. 
what i feel personally about mark zuckerberg and facebook in general is that they are just trying their best to establish a monopoly and get to the position of power where they are in power with the government and they can sell the data to the government and i feel it's extremely unethical considering the history of facebook and mark zuckerberg how there's absolutely no respect for any sort of rules of privacy No, definitely there's something fishy going on. And there are a few reasons why I feel like there's something fishy going on. First reason, and I think many news channels, when they made a video about the new WhatsApp privacy policy, they pointed this out that a few years ago in their privacy policy, WhatsApp had this subheading called privacy and security is in our DNA, which has now been removed for some reason. That's the first thing which points to something fishy. So the second reason why this is fishy is because... EU recently had their laws upgraded they had new laws in place around data handling and privacy and in EU Facebook is not pushing this new privacy policy for WhatsApp what the signals to me is hey india you have poor privacy policy laws poor data handling laws so i'm going to implement this new privacy policy for you hey eu you have better laws so i can't do much i won't push this new privacy policy for you that's the second thing which is a little fishy and the third thing is If you notice it's very common to update your privacy policies each and every app on your phone updates its privacy policies every 2 3 years so we don't make a huge deal out of it what's so special about whatsapp is they generally keep it optional like the new users who will start using that app for them it will be compulsory but who are using it since a long time anyway they are not mandated to accept that policy whereas whatsapp said that okay by this date you have to accept it or else you won't be able to use the app that was the third thing which was fishy and to expand on your ideas about why you don't really trust facebook i have two things which come into my mind firstly with respect to the uh, indian context you said something about okay myanmar recently became a democracy and there were some things which facebook shared with the government directly uh, and there was violence etc etc i think a very similar thing happened in india as well I think when there were protests of CAA or even protests in general in India, um, there are so many protests in India all the time. Facebook had in its power to stop those posts and to say, okay, this is causing a lot of hate, this is causing a lot of anger, this is causing a lot of violence. So let me just ban these particular pages, disable these particular posts, so that it does not lead to more violence. Facebook had that in its power. Facebook did not do anything about it. and these are mostly right wing pages which were inciting violence facebook did not do anything about it whereas recently after the capital riots it banned it banned the account of president trump this is huge like trump is a publicly elected person and he was still the president he was not not a president right so he was still the president of one of the most powerful countries in the world and facebook had in its authority to block this person from their website uh, and to delete its post so that's too much of power in the hands of mark zuckerberg who is just a college dropout not even a college graduate really and he does not have the vote of the people who are using its app so that one person having so much power over an elected person although trump did whatever he did and which caused capital riots irrespective of all that he is a person who was elected by the people of its country when trump was elected he was elected by by all formal means and majority of the people backed him you have the power this one person has the power to say no even if you are elected i'm going to disable your account because i feel that's the right thing to do who is mark zuckerberg 
to decide what is wrong and what is right. I I agree that it should have done, and I'm grateful that was that uh, the violence did not continue after he was banned from Twitter, Facebook, whatever, whatever. I'm glad for that, but I'm glad for this situation. Right, tomorrow when someone is trying to make peace somewhere in a place of conflict, and if Mark Zuckerberg feels that that this peacemaking person is not the correct person, the the CEO sides with the other faction, then he has the power to shift the outcomes. of whatever is going on there of the conflict going on there so i think i'm a little uncomfortable with that and add to that the case of myanmar the case of cambridge analytica scandal uh, like if they can start making profiles of me based on my data okay rohan is a person if i show him this particular ad he'll be more engaged because of it if i show him that particular ad he won't be so engaged so now when you use that to sell products to me i'm okay with that but if you use that to influence my voting i am not comfortable with that i want it to be level playing field because if say for example one political party has lot of money that is going to give it to facebook and it is going to use facebook and the power of money to influence my voting decision whereas there might be some other political party which is not that wealthy which does not have so much money but it's a very very good party and india could do wonders under that party so i don't want that to happen as well so yeah, these few things also make me very uncomfortable about these tech companies having so much data of us and having so much power over the president of india what are we we are nothing i want to go back to your comparison with i message right apple is great for many things apple sucks for many things i love apple for whatever reasons but i also agree that apple is expensive one of the reasons I feel it's worth it. There are a few reasons. I say, okay, the experience is good. I say you have very less choice, so you'll always be more satisfied with your choice. Mm-hmm. So on and so forth. I I give these arguments for Apple products. I think one more reason to add is Apple so far, fortunately, has been huge on privacy and data. For example, whatever data it collects about your face, whatever data it collects about your fingerprint, it is stored within the device in a separate chip. which cannot go anywhere else so they have very strong rules and regulations within their organization with respect to privacy if someone is really paranoid about privacy i think an iphone would be the best phone for that person yeah so yeah these are the thoughts i had on this particular topic yeah i think i can uh, definitely say that in terms of privacy apple has been and always has been a good choice if someone really wants their experience there have been cases of breach of privacy or apple making certain changes in the company that is completely opposite for what apple stands for the one thing that i've seen is that they have been very vocal about you know environmental protection and a lot of people were saying that it's quite ironic that apple is the one talking about saving the environment while the <laughs> company apple itself produces a lot of waste they use a lot of plastic and what not but i personally feel the contrary Okay so my personal experience on this was the fact that the box comes in a very minimalistic pack and it doesn't have a lot of packaging what i also have seen is that there are these cheap quality phones that are vivo oppo my my dad has used an iphone a uh, long ago and he has been using that for long and he recently got an oppo phone and recent doesn't a year or two ago and now it's not working at all since he uses his phone a lot Also, one more thing to consider is Apple phones, Apple laptops last very long. Long, yeah. Like 
and they get updates for very long. You'll get updates for five years after you purchase that device. Uh, and they generally last long and sometimes the battery dies out and you have to just replace the battery and then it's good to go. I think Apple caused a lot of controversy with respect to not adding their charger in the box. Mm-hmm. Uh, they said, okay, it's for the environment, everyone has a charger anyway. But the charger you need for the newer iPhone in which it was not uh, included, it was a different kind of charger. You cannot use the charger which you had bought just last year for the latest iPhone. So it, it got a lot of hate because of that. And I completely agree with that. But in general, if you're into privacy, I think Apple is the better choice. And Apple is so serious about privacy that it is okay with its voice assistant Siri sucking. Like Siri is bad as compared to Amazon's Alexa or Google's whoever that is. So Google and Amazon's voice assistants are better because they collect much more data. Whereas Siri, the voice assistant is not that great because it does not collect so much of data. So Apple is okay with that Siri sucking uh, because it wants to protect your data. Also, there was a case a few years ago where they had caught a criminal and the criminal had a phone, uh, but it had but it had a lock, right? So the police could not open the phone and they needed some information from this person's phone. So Apple was called and Apple was asked to unlock the phone. Apple refused. Then the government asked Apple to make a backdoor into its locks, into its phones, so that whenever needed, whenever criminals, terrorists are caught and they need to access their phones, Apple should have a backdoor ready through which they can just get in, inside anyone's phone. And Apple fought back very hard. So I think Apple is super serious about privacy and I think it, it better be because there are not many things going for Apple. It's expensive, other people are catching up, other people give you much better specs in the same amount mm-hmm. and they are also giving you good experiences. I've been using a Redmi phone worth 10k and it works amazingly well. So the increase in the better experience or the improvement in the experience uh, because you're buying an Apple product is very low these days. So I think it better do something else. So I think they do privacy and I hope they continue being strong on privacy. What do you want to talk about next? So there was a banner of beta. And uh, it showed a spoon and a cereal and a space. The cereal is frowning face. And uh, it says, got autism? Question mark. Studies have shown a link between cow's milk and autism. Hmm. Yeah. So if you actually go and visit Peter's website about why you shouldn't drink dairy, I'll tell you the titles and just think about what you think after hearing these titles. Okay. So the title says, here are some things that we don't know yep. about cow's milk. Dairy is scary. It's valid that it's not good for health and there's a lot of fats in any milk or dairy product in general. It's not good for health. Dairy is scary for cows as well because there is a lot of death in the cow's stable. The cows are living in horrible conditions, extremely filthy conditions. And then when I when I was going through this article, I saw a photo of a woman taking a bath. I mean, she was covered by a shower curtain sort of a thing. And uh, she's taking a bath in the middle of the street, okay? And there's water flowing. And uh, okay, the shower curtain says, two slices of cheese equals 55 gallons of water. And when I came across this article, I was like, I get that they're trying to promote veganism, but going to these extremes and having these weird social experiments, which are quite pointless in my opinion, they are not achieving anything. So I thought about it for a while and I I thought about the possibility of PETA actually being just a, you know, face for the veganism and it's actually funded by the meat industry where they are they are making these people that, that are in PETA 
they are making them do extremely bizarre things so people think that vegans are not cases and uh, you shouldn't be a vegan because just look at what these people are doing and the social experiments or the protests that they do are quite extreme because i saw this video online where so so when they're killing chickens or ducks i think they put them in hooks of sort and they are hanged upside down and their throats are slept so there were these activists that went to a chicken factory and uh, they were putting their necks around these holders where the chickens are supposed to be kept so they were keeping their neck around that and uh, because of some malfunction the the machine started okay the machine started rotating and this one guy had his neck stuck there was some sort of a pillar which was almost about to decapitate this person who was trying to stage a protest so yeah i think these acts of extreme activism it just makes people think that vegans are mad they they will come to you they'll do something very bizarre and they'll tell you not to eat meat and how meat i mean it does meat does hurt uh, the environment overall okay so, but i think in general even online i've seen a lot of vegans talk sensibly and not show these signs of extremism as these people who do these extreme activism do so i feel it's just a it's my conspiracy theory that meat industry is actually funding peter to dish out these bizarre articles there was this one article a while ago and it said so we should change the idioms and we should make it animal friendly what is your opinion on this right i have many things to talk about veganism i don't have much to talk about peter i think firstly i think you're being paranoid about uh, the meat industry funding peter so that they can be an extremist group and whenever there's an extremism people are taken aback a little people are going to say okay it's too extreme and this, because this is too extreme these people are stupid everything fits well but i think this is very easily resolved by just looking at peta's financial statements like who is actually funding peta if meat industry is funding peta it's definitely fishy if meat industry is not funding peta then it's not fishy as simple as that i have so many things to talk about veganism I recently had an experiment where three months I became vegan. There are three reasons for veganism, right? First reason is reduce suffering. Whenever you eat meat, whenever you drink milk, whenever you eat cheese, all of these are coming from animals. And whenever animals' milk is taken out, or whenever animals are being killed, you are increasing suffering for them. So it's not right for us to just eat them because they are tasty, or it's not right for us to drink their milk because they are. children need the milk uh, that's the first reason like you want to reduce human suffering second reason is health i think is there's extensive research which tells you uh, meat is not good for your health uh, although it has great amount of protein that's true okay but that protein where do you think that protein comes into the animal in the first place it comes from plants the plants have uh, the ability to take the nitrogen out of the air and combine it to molecules and make proteins out of it and those proteins are then transferred to the animals and then we eat it right so they are getting proteins from plants so why can't we just get proteins from plants as well so although it may have a lot of proteins it's not healthy for us that's the second reason why you wouldn't want also not also to talk about dairy not just meat so 70% of indians are lactose intolerant i have 7 70% of indians are lactose intolerant why do you want to push drinking milk every 2 3 hours in the form of chai and you want to eat paneer so much when you know that your body cannot handle it you know that 7 out of 10 people in india their stomachs are not going to be able to handle that so i think it's does not make sense to me 
and majority of the world is lactose intolerant because humans are the only species who drink other animals milk no other species drinks milk from other species and all other species drink milk for a certain period of time so as soon as a human child is born the mother starts lactating and you drink mother's milk and that's for a particular period of time after which the mother will stop lactating and the child whose body was designed to not be lactose intolerant to actually digest the milk that it drinks from his or her mother that stops and then our bodies become lactose intolerant which happens across the species they will be able their bodies will be able to digest milk for some time and then they won't and then their body will lose that ability over time so humans are peculiar in that respect that we want to drink till the age we die and we want to drink milk from other species and the last reason is environment eating eating meat and the dairy industry i think it causes a lot of pollution instead if you just switch to a plant based diet that is going to help the environment a lot there are three good reasons to consider being a vegan so i considered being a vegan i said okay let me experiment with this i tried with a one month experiment then i continued the experiment for three months and recently because i started going to the community uh, when i went to parents home they just offered chai and then going to someone's house and then saying no i don't drink tea and all i felt very weird and i said okay let me just stop my experiment now and that does not mean that i've gone back to drinking milk every day earlier i used to drink milk every day with boost boost is the secret of my energy so i used to drink boost every day but i've stopped that i've not again started drinking milk every day but if someone offers me chai and there's a situation mm-hmm. where refusing that chai would be demeaning okay i'm like this high five person coming to your house and i won't drink tea in those cases i just decide okay let me just drink the tea and not make a fuss about it so yeah i had this experiment with veganism i think it turned out well and i think many big fast food companies are taking the correct turn or the turn in the right direction for example pizza had recently launched a meatless meat or a meat like tasting plant based thing on their pizzas i think mcdonald's is also trying to do something similar and around one or two years back i went to a vegan restaurant where they were selling chicken burgers which were not actually chicken they were plant based meat and that was amazing man it was actually better than chicken i loved the taste there was this thing to impossible burger which was completely plant based and i think there was this uh, experiment where people were told that it was meat and they were eating it and they were also i think after that they were told that it's plant completely plant based and they were shocked to hear that so yeah, i think everyone should give it a shot i haven't maybe we I... should have a video podcast while we are trying that together um, <laughs> but in and it's not just exactly. me okay i'm not a fan of non vegetarian food like i love uh, egg i'm a huge fan of egg but chicken if you give me i like it if you don't give me i'm okay i'll try something else i'm not a huge fan so one of my friends was a huge fan of chicken and that person agreed okay yes this is really really tasty yeah i mean i think those are all turns in the right direction because that's better for your health that's better for the environment and that's causing less suffering if the taste is comparable and if the cost is comparable i think there's no way people are not going to turn to it so yeah economics is going to take care of it but when we actually talk about this argument that you know it's it's very inhumane to keep them in such conditions and to kill them uh i think a lot of people say that they won't feel that much pain or 
it doesn't matter like just because we need protein for survival we need to kill those animals and we need to eat them but i used to be the one thinking that way okay, so when it comes to getting protein from a certain source of food i feel that for me right now i mean i'm just a student now i'm not earning yet but yeah i feel that if i start earning i will switch to much more vegan options even if you cannot fully understand how cruel this is you can at least think of the environment that a uh, meat industry does cause a lot of pollution and it's it's definitely not good for the environment considering the amount of waste that is produced and the amount of i'll tell you what the argument the other means. side gives okay the meat lovers argument the meat lovers argument is always okay do you think that the plant does not feel pain the plant also is feeling pain so you are anyway going to inflict pain on either the plant or the animals i'm just choosing whatever i feel is tasty and it's fair okay i mean i i give up on that i give up at that point and hence i don't think any one reason is enough for a non vegetarian to convert into a vegan and hence i want technology to play a part in this like if you make a plant based meat which is tastier than actual meat or it is something that people cannot decipher between if you do a blind test people cannot make out did they eat real chicken or did they eat plant based chicken and it's cheap there's no way people are not going to switch people are definitely going to switch so i just want the market forces to take over technology to take over and it's going to be more efficient right if you can make them in factories if biology is not involved just technology is involved i think it's definitely over the years it's going to become cheaper it's going to be tastier and then the market forces are just going to take over and you won't find meat anywhere